Esther. You know what to do, just listen to Esther. Say positive and fun, it's Esther Club. Let's do it. Welcome to Esther Club. It's 10 o'clock at night and I just put makeup on to record a probably 28-minute podcast for you. Uh, It's Saturday night. I lit a candle. I've got my teenage girl lights in the background, my teenage girl starlight blue background. Um, And my engagement ring. I've been engaged for two years as of yesterday. So, you know, that's a that's a wake-up call. <laughs> that's a wake-up call. Um, how is everyone doing? Why do I ask that? You can't answer, but maybe you can answer mentally for yourself. I do care. You can always text me and tell me on my text update number, which brings us to our first announcement. I want to be the show that is known for the fact that, that it is 95% announcements. That said, though, we do have stuff to get to today, including new segments. There's new segments, and I'm excited to share them. They will, you know, they'll they'll be segment rotations now. You know, you won't, maybe you won't see a segment you know and love every single week, but that's what's fun about it, is the surprise, the unknown. So let's get to it. Let's start with our announcements that are right here on my piece of paper. One, I'm a stand-up comedian and I have a stand-up special and it's called Hot For My Name and it's for free available to watch at cc.com. You can also buy it on iTunes if you don't want to watch commercials, Um, but you should watch my stand-up special because I'm a stand-up comedian, or at least I was until the global pandemic. And along with that, I just finally, finally, finally received the merch, which if you're watching on YouTube, I'm flashing it on the screen. This is the hot for my name fake tour t-shirt. I have a couple. I I ordered some. Uh, people who pre-ordered them got them. And then I ordered a couple extra. So I just threw them up on the site. Sleepover by Esther.com. So there's a couple of these shirts and a couple of the hoodies left. Um, I'm so excited I finally have this tour shirt because I it has all the different cities on the back. And I added funny ones. Funny ones to me. Like Peaceful Valley, New Mexico, which is from um, one of my favorite Twilight Zone episodes. I added Maple Grove, Minnesota. That's where my grandparents used to live. Obviously, Skokie, Illinois. And then Carson City, Nevada was one I added just because that seems like a really just not great place. Not too popular place. And I thought that would be kind of nice to have a nasty, trashy place on here. So that's the hot for my name merch so there's a couple of those uh if you miss out do not fret more um estery things are coming but that is the end of the hot for my name stuff okay let's get to the next announcement we're doing giveaways still and forever um i have selected the giveaway winners for the last two episodes so you know by now if you won the last two um, I'm going to announce them on next week. I just didn't have the time to get all the information written down, but I'll announce the winners next week. But this week's giveaway, I'm really excited. I saw after I sought out after this company, um, and they agreed to participate and it's called, they're, they're a small line of, I would say like skincare bath products. 
And they had this one product that I fell for and I asked them if they would give it away to one of our listeners and they said yes. So today's giveaway is this brand called Bathing Culture and it's a really small business, which we love because, you know, we, we can't get everything on Amazon. Um, but look at how cute this bottle is. I love it. It just, it's, it's chic. And as soon as, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I want that in my bathroom and an Estro Club listener will also receive one. And to participate in the giveaway, all you have to do is like this video, comment literally anything below and, um, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast channel and new assignment as part of the giveaway which will this is something that um my one of my team members suggested I do because it's more helpful to find the giveaway winner is follow Esther Club podcast on Instagram I just made that account um I don't really know what it'll be used for but it'll be nice to kind of have the listeners in one place on Instagram in case we, we just we have that direct line of communication which we also have on my text number, text me on my text phone for direct access to me for any important updates. And of course, to participate in the segment, questions and concerns, text 847-648-9098. And um, last week, you guys texted me a lot of recipes. I'm going to share one with everyone. Um, so I'm really excited and yeah, text me questions and concerns for this podcast. And also, if there's brands that you like that you want me to reach out to to see if they'll do a giveaway with us on this podcast, let me know that because I'm thirsty and I'm not shy. So I will 100% try and get in touch with the brands that you guys love and get them to sponsor a giveaway. Okay. So we got through the stand-up special, the giveaway, the merch restock at sleepoverbyester.com, the text number. Let's, that's it. Announcements are done. We made it in six minutes. Okay. Let's get to segments. Let's start off with a f the fan favorite, the um, never disappoints, the awareness maker, the full body scan. Okay. Full body scan, if you're new, is where I just kind of go through all of what I'm feeling in my body and you can do it along with me for your body, not mine. Um, and just a good way to check in. So just right off the gate, like out the gate, I guess there is an awareness in my neck, you know, in my own neck's just like as usual every week. It's like, hey girl, like we're here and we'll start hurting if you don't treat us right. Um, but mostly in my head, what I'm feeling is my throat. I have this kind of lingering, building post-nasal drip. You know, as I'll talk about later in the show, I was very social this past week, obviously um, within my own boundaries and COVID guidelines. But I was so really social. And so it's hard when you do that to not question every little thing that you're feeling as to whether or not you have COVID. So I actually did even cancel plans this week because I was having a little bit of a mini shortness of breath and a little bit of a cough. And I thought, is this it? But at the same time, that could be allergies for me. And I think that I'm hoping it is. Um, but yeah, so full body scan, there's an awareness and a mucus awareness, a mucus hello in the back of my throat. Going down, um, 
you know, a deeper awareness in the shoulders and stomach. Stomach is sucked in because I'm wearing a bodysuit today. So I just love the comfort of a bodysuit and just knowing like no matter what you ate, it's all just sucked into the bodysuit. So it's like not even yours anymore. It's it's hidden. Um, hips are good because as I've said before, I'm sitting on a pillow where my butt is higher than my hips. So that just kind of like gives the hips a break. And that's it. And you know what? The awareness in my shoulder, I, I need some cream on my back. That sounds so not good, but I have these CBD creams that I've been trying out and I'm using one by Foy Wellness and Prima Skincare. I'm gonna try the Foy one and uh that that's that's the full body scan for you you didn't know you were hot you got to open the window from the full body scan you didn't realize your neck was hurting well now you need cbd menthol cream you know that's the full body scan for you 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 don't know what's going on in your body until you fucking scan it you gotta scan it even if you just scan it once a week with me that's really all you need you gotta scan the full body. And people will call you crazy. People will tell you you're fucking boring, unwatchable loser, but don't stop doing yourself the thing that you do. Lesson learned, okay. Next segment, tried and true segment here we've got anti-sadness the anti-sadness segment is where you come up with an idea of how you're going to fight sadness for your week um it's not my life philosophy it's not about being happy what the fuck is happiness i don't understand it's like a made-up thing you have to fight and earn it all the time and it's just like i almost feel like happiness is more so just a thing that like i'm not experiencing it and so i like have fomo about it so instead of trying to be happy we just try to fight sadness um, and it's not like, it's not even sad. Like, it's a good thing. Like, I'm good. I'm totally enjoying myself. But happy, I don't, I don't comprehend. Um, my anti-sadness this week is to make plans. So I've noticed that <coughs> the cough. I really think that was actually from inhaling this cream. Is my throat that sensitive? Um, also today I'm drinking liquid death for 10% off use code sleepover liquiddeath.com friends of the show love them they did our giveaway last week we got to get them to do more giveaways because I know you guys are excited about that um my anti-sadness is make plans because as I said earlier I was very social this past week and so that has really helped me feel more like a person. It's made me feel like a useful engine in the world. Um, like I'm participating and communicating with others. And I felt bored today for the first time, honestly, in the pandemic. And that's not to say it hasn't been boring, but I feel like I've either been in a state of like working or anxiety or fear. And today I just felt boredom, which was kind of like cool. And but also it's hard because then you get bored and then you get sucked into your, you know, your scrolling and your kind of mind wasteful tablet time. I, for me, tablet time is when I'm on my iPad and I'm actually doing like 
mentally productive, fun things. And that could just be online shopping or researching something, whatever it is, watching videos, listening to podcasts. But when I'm like doing the mindless scrolling on the phone, that's a little different. And I don't, I don't like falling into that. But I'm, what I'm getting to, what I'm getting at is today I was bored and I had my hobbies to turn to. And it was absolutely a gift. I was bored. I was scrolling and I was like, no, do something else. I don't, cause I, ha- I don't, I like to avoid what I call having an empty day. Um, an empty day is just where like you didn't really do anything you f- and you don't feel good and you didn't have like um, productive relaxing time, mindful relaxing time, you know. If you're going to choose to do nothing, do nothing. But sometimes you can kind of meander in the like nothing, not quite nothing and you're just kind of scrolling or whatever. So I try to avoid that. Anyways, to, to turn my day around and not have an empty day, I um, implemented my new hobbies, tie-dyeing and gardening. And so I did a bunch of tie-dyeing today, which was so much fun. And I got, I stained my hand. See video on YouTube for stained hand visual. And then I uh, pruned my chocolate mint, which is thriving and it is growing rapidly. And it will be a problem soon. And I will keep you posted. Now, that... Oh, anti-sadness, make plans. So I want to get a friend to commit to an outdoor walk with me. I want to get a friend to commit to a FaceTime with me. I want to make a couple social, fun, pandemic-friendly plans. Okay. The next segment is a new segment. It's not dish of the week. It's taste of the week. It's not a dish. It's a taste. Now, those of you who have been with me for the last several years know that I have a philosophy in life called taste for. What do you have a taste for? You know, you eat what you have a taste for because then you'll be satisfied. And if you have a taste for something and you eat something else, you'll never be satisfied. And you'll actually end up eating more and doing worse off for yourself. So taste of the week this week is going to be controversial. I am warning you now, this will be controversial for you. I will lose fans today, right now, when I tell you the taste of the week. I have already gotten messages from you guys who've seen about this on my Instagram stories. And you guys have said to me, you know, Esther, I align with you on everything. But this new thing you've presented is got it's got to go. It's wrong. And um, I'm going to tell you right now, the taste of the week is dry s'mores dry s'mores what does that mean a dry s'mores is a s'mores that is not wet it is not heated up it is dry it is room temperature it is uncooked so that's just your raw marshmallow your raw piece of milk chocolate or whatever chocolate you like and your graham cracker. You didn't heat up your marshmallow. You didn't melt your chocolate. It's just a dry raw. I guess raw is the best, but I, I feel like it's dry. dry. Dry s'mores. Why? You're probably thinking like, why would you even do that? What's the point? Okay, well, do you guys remember the snack that we all had growing up where it was like, it looked like almost like a Dunkaroos, but it wasn't a Dunkaroos. It was... Um, in like a little packet like that with a clear, I want to say it was made by Kraft and 
it came with a little red stick and you would peel off the clear plastic and there would be little graham cracker strips and little chocolate strips and then a little marshmallow dip. And for some reason, a dry s'mores reminds me of that s'mores kit that I used to get at the grocery store. Shout out to Jewel Osco in Skokie, Illinois. But um, it reminds me of that like childhood experience of eating a dry s'mores and um obviously you know comment below i'm here to receive the hate but also try it i get why you think the wet cooked s'mores is better it may be but dry s'mores is its own experience and i encourage you to give it a consideration that's the taste of the week now another new segment is called top five-ish. Top five-ish is a segment where I describe my top five-ish favorites of something. So it's five-ish because I don't always want to have to have five. (laughs) So it's going to be like five-ish. So this week's top five-ish is we're going to stick with the food discussion. And I think there is no better way to kick off top five-ish than with Listing the, my top five-ish favorite best condiments. Top five. One, ketchup. Two, barbecue sauce. Three, sweet and sour sauce. Four, Taco Bell mild sauce. And five, this one's a little bit loose, vinegar. Vinegar because it could be just kind of any vinegary sauce. Um, Vinegar's, honestly, vinegar is a very eligible taste of the week. It's not really a condiment. It's more, stay tuned because I foresee vinegar as a very, uh, like I said, very eligible taste of the week coming up. So uh, you're going to want to subscribe to this podcast. (laughs) Okay, that was top five-ish. That was pretty, uh, pretty nothing. (laughs) Pretty much nothing. Okay. Factory update. Is that where, why do, okay, yes. Factory update. Um... I am building a clothing line and you know me, I've been talking about this for the last couple months maybe. I started hand dyeing t-shirts, they've been selling out really fast and I've just kind of realized, oh my god, it's my dream to have my own clothing line that is very focused on comfy clothes that you could wear at home but that are also cute enough to wear out. I call it it's, the line is called Sleepover by Esther. The tagline is 24-hour basement wear because it just has the vibe of that you live in a basement. Now, up until this past week, this has been, dare I say, a walk in the fucking park. I found my factory. I met with her. I um, gave her my style choices and my notes and... 
you know, I've been picking out my colors and it's just been like pretty chill up until this week. We had a big milestone, which sent me spinning. Um, I got my first set of samples. And what that is, is these are these are my samples. I got the pair of sweatpants that is the prototype of what my sweatpants will be for my clothing line. And I got that for all five of the pieces that I plan to launch with. Now, some of the pieces right out the gate were perfect. Others were not. And I, this week I was, I was at a, at a downtown LA clothing factory where there's all these people sewing and tagging and bagging and there's a weird smell and it's really hot and it's socially distanced and we're in masks so it's even hotter and I was just like on the floor of this factory just like what the fuck am I doing I was like six months ago I was on set with Kat Dennings on and Brenda Song and Shay Mitchell on a Hulu show and now I'm in I'm like stressed out in a clothing factory where did I why how but you know what it keeps me fucking humble and it I like that actually I love that about myself that I <laughs> look at me I'm so good no but I I do like I don't ever want to become a person that can't do certain things for themselves besides make my bed that I'll never do. But I I dig it. I'm into this factory lifestyle. But that does not mean that I didn't have a full panic. Um, can I, I'll tell you why. Because it might sound like, oh, you're just being dramatic. Like, what's so hard? Let me tell you what it is. Is that these have now become high stakes decisions that I'm making. These things that seem really simple and small, like it's a t-shirt, what's the big deal? Well, no, I want my t-shirt to be really nice and really specific and fit everybody the way I want it to fit everybody. And so I'm having to make these decisions that are not only very important, but the reason they're important is they're expensive decisions because if you make a mistake, that's a lot of money. And I am choosing to have my clothing line made in Los Angeles. So it is pricey. It, it's not, this is, you know, it's not also, it's also different than merch because merch you're having, you know, your logos printed on existing products. I am designing the actual clothing um, and it's being hand sewn in a factory and hand dyed. So there's just a lot that goes into it. And I never know if this stuff bores you guys, but you guys do say you like the factory update. So text me if you want to keep hearing about the clothing line um, or comment. Just let me know. I, I Thankfully, next week I have a meeting with a friend of mine who works in the fashion industry and is pretty darn successful. So she is going to come and do a fit test with me. And, you know, the other thing too is this is, another pressurey thing for me it's like this is my chance to make a clothing line that fits a normal body and does not just fit models because most clothing line lines they will f they will fit their samples to a model right like why wouldn't you if you can choose a model you just choose a model well I don't want to do that okay like I'm short so I want to make sure that these clothes look really great on short women but also look really great on everyone else. So I might be setting out to do something that can't be achieved. I don't know. All I know is that 
I'm going to be really specific about the fit of all the clothes so that when people do order them, you will have a video where I'm explaining to you exactly how to choose your size for each item because I have been doing a lot of online shopping where it's been really hard to pick my fit online. And so it's really important to me to make that abundantly clear to people who are ordering. Anyways, but that's a minute away or so. That's my factory update. Starting a clothing line is a crazy, stupid thing that I've decided to do and I will see it through until I have approximately five breakdowns and I've only had one. Okay, questions and concerns. Let's do this. I'm worried that for someone who doesn't exercise, you're exercising too much because you're going on these like little tiny walks that are like for five minutes and you're not actually getting like walking long enough to get any of the health benefits or burn any calories or really do anything that's successful in the health realm in your life. And then you're going home after that tiny, tiny walk and you're sitting on the couch and you're shoving popcorn into your face. And I've seen you eat popcorn. I know exactly how you eat it. And it's more of like a punching your face with the popcorn and then you're like crumbs are everywhere and you're all like you know and I'm just I just think that you you think you worked out and you didn't and that it's actually healthier for you rather than going on a five minute walk once a day and nothing happening I think it's actually healthier to just like accept who you are and just skip the fucking walk love you bye Okay, so we just listened to a concern from Annie Letterman, stand-up comedian whose podcast I appeared on last week. Check it out, Inspiration on YouTube, Annie and Esther. We talked about visiting Whitney's house. Okay, that was her concern. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, okay. I will take it in that I do think that taking short walks is a workout and it's not. And oh, you know what? I'm getting super, super emotionally triggered right now because she's right. Now, I think she's wrong that I should not stop walking. That's I'm not going to just do nothing. But she's right that. That I think short walks are like intense workouts. And then I see people working out online and Instagram and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I did my workout. It was just a walk. You know, I work out too. But I think I am being a little bit delusional about it. And I need to take this in and consider potentially starting to work out again in some capacity. So that was the concern this week. Thank you, Annie Letterman. (sighs) Let's see. We have a question from a listener. This was received to me, received to me, sent to me and received by me via text, um, which you want to text questions and concerns for next week's episode. You can text 847-648-9098. And this week's question is, hello, it's from Zachary K. Hello, I know you probably won't get a tattoo, but if you would, what do you think you'd get? So I love tattoos. I don't have any. I really fantasize about getting them. Um, I would love to get a tattoo of um, something from the movie Sunset Boulevard. I would love to get like, you know, just Sunset Boulevard tattooed on my wrist 
or on my ankle um, or like, you know, maybe on a finger, like a, a ring. I would love to get that tattoo. I would also love to get, I don't know, you know, my dad has a tattoo of a fly on his ankle and it's pretty random. Like he literally just got it when he was like 15, I think, just like on a whim. And so I think it would be cool to get a tattoo similar to that, just, you know, cause it's something familial, but also random, random. And, uh, what else? Yeah, I think something from the movie Sunset Boulevard would make me feel really chic and cool. You know, a tattoo would be fun, That would, but I know I wouldn't stop at one, and that's why I'm kind of prolonging that decision. And for a while, I was very against tattoos and hair color because, you know, when you're an actress or an actor, you you don't want to have anything too crazy. You want people to kind of see you as a blank slate, you can transform and play different characters. But that's really more from like theater training in high school. It doesn't really apply to like grown up TV and film acting. I feel like they can pretty much cover tattoos if they want to hire you. It's, it's not that hard. And people dye their hair, they dye it back, you know? So I do feel more open to these kinds of changes, but I don't see anything in the foreseeable future happening like that for me. Okay, those are the segments we got. Now, what are the um, talking points? And we're pretty much out of time. Um, okay, I did know. I wanted to talk about, I did stand up for the first time in six months, seven months. Basically, since about February, I did stand-up for the first time in the pandemic. And what happened was, is Whitney Cummings had a bunch of stand-up comedians gather at her house. We all got a COVID test and uh, waited for the results. And then we, we met in her backyard and performed stand-up comedy for each other. And I felt a strong feeling of you know, anything goes, no pressure, this go fail, who cares? And that helped me to kind of have the courage to get up in front of some of my peers and just perform kind of unknowing what would happen. Cause you know, people get rusty in stand up when they don't perform for one week. Now think about six months and not really ever thinking you're going to perform anytime soon. So doing pretty much no preparation towards it. So I feel like, look, I can't speak for how it went because I wasn't in the crowd, but how did it feel? I felt very comfortable. I felt really confident in just getting up there and speaking behind the microphone. You know, that didn't go away. That felt easy, but, um, it felt really hard to kind of revisit old material. That was something, trying to rework material that I was doing uh, late last year, early this year after my special, you know, I, I wrote some new material. That was hard to do. It was hard to do that material, even though it was relatively new still. I just felt like almost weird about translating stage material from six months ago to backyard friends open mic so that was uncomfortable for me trying to make those jokes work but what I 
did like doing was there was I had one new joke that I felt like hit really hard and it was almost like the perfect joke for a mix of people who know me really well but people who are all self-aware self-deprecating comedians it was just really it was really fun to have at least one joke really land and it did it I feel inspired like honestly as lame as fuck as that sounds I'm like okay I can see light at the end of the tunnel for stand-up comedy like I can see that I'm gonna have to do this again one day and I'm excited about that and I feel called towards it so now that said do I have other jokes fuck no I don't I have not I don't have jokes I don't have material I, I like calling it material actually because I don't really know what a joke is anymore so it was motivating and exciting to get on stage. Of course, there's a little bit of an awkwardness about just performing for other comedians, you know, because comedians know comedians' tricks. They know it's just, but that's almost a good thing because it's a good way to just kind of test how honest and real you're being up there. Anyways, I did stand up for the first time. It was ultimately a good experience and ultimately also a kick in the butt to really sit down and think about writing new material. And then trying it out in front of your friends who are seasoned, accomplished comedians. That doesn't sound scary. I mean, I guess it doesn't. <laughs> it's fine. Anyways, you guys, that's pretty much been Esther Club. It's 95% announcements, 4% segments, and 1% content. I appreciate you guys listening. I'm glad you're here. I'm always welcome to your feedback. You can always text that at the number linked below that I've already said a million times. So text me your questions and concerns, your feedback. Do not forget to participate in this week's giveaway. Um, again, we're giving away this really, really cute, kind of expensive um, body wash glass bottle with a really nice essential oil scented body wash. Um, it's by Bathing Culture, and you enter the giveaway by liking this video, commenting on the video, subscribing, and then following at Esther Club Podcast on Instagram. You guys, I appreciate you. Don't forget to check out my stand-up special if you haven't watched it yet. It's for free on cc.com. And until next week, be a good Esther Club member. Do your anti-sadness. Do your full body scans. I'll see you guys next time.